0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. I am joined today by a special guest, Dr. Yishuan Zhang, CEO of Boltzbit. Welcome, Yishuan.
1: Thank you for having me. It's great to be here.
0: Ishwan, can you give our listeners a flavor about your career, which is a dynamic career? You know, you've got your PhD in AI from the University of Edinburgh. So can you talk a little bit about how you got here and what made you decide to found Boltspin?
1: Yeah, my journey is quite like a special, I covered a lot of different paths. So I started with, I had a software engineer background in Scotland. And then I got a Master at the University of Edinburgh for Informatics in this AI subject. From there, I really got into this kind of a beauty of AI and the mathematical stuff there. And then I enrolled as a PhD there. And the main research during my PhD time is probabilistic inference for probabilistic AI models. So that is about two thousand ten. So at that time I think the AI research world is still quite diverse and deep learning is still quite relatively small in the part. And my research is mainly on fast algorithms for probabilistic models that is kind of different from typical deep learning. At the moment. And then during my PhD, I worked at Google for six months on a system debugging project. That was quite inspiring and kind of like inspired me to see my engineering nature and the researcher nature can come together to solve big real-world problem. So that was quite exciting. After my PhD, I want to explore the other countries. So I moved to Germany and work at Zalando as a research scientist there to help them to do deep learning based recognition system. So there I gained this experience of using products from scratch. So that was a lot of fun, but then I still keep this kind of passion about research, particularly this kind of inference algorithms. And then around 2018, I got an opportunity to go to University of Cambridge, uh, work at a postdoc, With Professor Zubin Gramani on this generative AI for data cleaning and data processing. This is a collaboration project with Samsung. So, there I got some research breakthrough on fast public inference algorithm for generative AI. So, and combined with my experience, had Google and Zalando to know how AI be using industry. I had this idea. Why not just found a company based on this generative AI technology research? Basically, this is kind of the starting point of it. But also another part of inspiration is in my experience working in industry, I can feel the frustration of companies how to set up this AI infrastructure because AI is quite new stuff. So everyone, even Google, is learning on the way how to set up things, how to Fast transfer research into technology. So, I found this is particularly interesting. That kind of is my vision to found Ballsweet to help not only big companies, but the other companies to be able to leverage this kind of exciting new generative AI. So, that's kind of the short summary of my journey from academia and the industry, academia again, and now found Ballsweet.
0: That's fantastic. It's a wonderful journey. That's why I wanted our listeners to have a chance to learn more. So talk about developing Foundation AI and talk about some of the challenging business issues that you face. So please talk more. It's a wonderful story. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I think Foundation AI is a relatively new concepts, And like what I mentioned, it's, it's very close literally to generative AI. So the key idea of it is developing AI. And it's kind of quite resource intense and requires a lot of technical skills and resources like GPUs and researchers and data scientists. So AI is never an easy thing for a business to develop. And the idea of a foundation AI is simply based on the idea of why develop AI, every single AI from scratch for specific task. So foundation means let's just do. And AI for many tasks. Maybe it does not work so well on individual tasks, but we can just share this Foundation AI and uh, fine-tune for different tasks very quickly, particularly with less data and less engineering effort. And so we can just uh, take the same neural network to recognize pictures, of cars, recognize a picture of documents, recognize picture of animals or even medical images. And similarly, we can have a language model that master different topics and answer questions on different documents. So that is the idea of Foundation AI. It may not be good for a particular topic and a particular question in the beginning, but after giving it just maybe dozens of examples, it can quickly learn. What exactly the task is, so it reduced the uh, production costs and the speed up this, this progress of AI solutions development. Particularly, it connected generative AI is because it is the technical form of foundation AI, because generative AI is usually trained on large amount of image or text corpus that is not designed for specific purpose. It's basically just to learn how to generate the text as its training tasks, which is the generating text could be cover a lot of different actually individual tasks mixed together. right And then by training this neural network in generative way, basically we can create a foundation AI, its initial form and then at both speed we also provide this infrastructure for user to easily take specific tasks and then combine with foundation AI and train the neural network to address it much faster within just one hour and hundreds of examples. So you can get good results that you really can take months for a data science team to
0: achieve. Yeah. So Yishuan, the thing that I'm so excited about is that I don't actually have to be a data scientist to be able to use this platform. Can you talk about your no-code capabilities here?
1: Yes, exactly. So. Like what I mentioned, because neural networks development, particularly with this foundation AI, all the hard work exactly has been done in the pre-training generative training phase. So you don't need to really learn how to code up the neural network or how to pre-train it because it's already there. All the users need to do, how to program it further, is just give it a couple of examples like couple of sentences and the label that is positive, negative, or this is relevant to this topic or not. And the neural network is can learn this very fast itself. So basically all you need to do to program it is basically just write down a couple of examples. And what we work at Both is try to make this as easy as possible, you know, with a lot of front end development. So makes you easy to give feedback to the neural network without really typing complex things. You can choose just a couple of predefined candidate labels, and then you can fine-tune the neural network directly. Particularly like one example, it is our automated financial document solution. So in this case, you can just took the annual reports and simply label some paragraph is relevant to this topic in some documents and some sections, and then you just put this into our system, and our neural network can learn from your labels just a couple of labels very fast and then quickly populate this knowledge to the whole corpus hundreds of documents predict the relevant parts and then you can give feedback very quickly and this kind of while you are using it is keep learning it constantly so you don't need to like to really first collect a huge amount of data just for labeling this is relevant to this topic or not right so it's kind of a iterative collaborative learning. Awesome.
0: It's spectacular. You know, I love when you've taken a very complex model, you've made it easy for others to adopt and now you're building a platform around that to create the scale that we need for this work. So can you talk a little bit about the relationship with Intel? Just give our listeners an idea of how we work together. Yeah,
1: with Intel, it is like this, so. The vision of BossBit is really to make this fantastic foundation and technology as accessible, as easy to access to everyone as possible. So we kind of working on the software and the AI parts, but everyone knows AI still requires good hardware, right? Fast CPU and GPUs. It is essential for AI. So this makes it natural for us to work with Intel is big leading computational hardware manufacturers on this because they can help us to be able to deploy our new network um, mm-hmm. as many devices as possible, particularly on the cloud. So we have been experienced this challenge to get GPU deployment set up because GPU, it is good for training. But when we come up with deployment and serving services, GPU is kind of a heavy metal to really work with, but there are tons of CPU machines on the cloud and much easier to access. In this situation, to be able to get actually generative AI work fast on uh, CPU, it is very essential for our business, and this inspired us to seeking the partnership with Intel, and we collaborated together on fine tuning and serving our ball speed generative AI on Intel's chips. And we achieved a very good result of a speed up our neural network. Now, this has been put into our production, so this helps us reduce the latency of our service and, of course, also reduce the cost on our site.
0: Yeah, that's outstanding. And, you know, I love the collaborative nature, which we've worked together. And I also love that you came onto this podcast to talk about that. Can, We talk about the launch of the Boltzbit Foundation AI platform. It's a very big deal.
1: Yes. So like what I mentioned, we have been putting a lot of effort into building up this software infrastructure uh, foundation AI that is developed for our internal use, so our engineers Basically, internally, actually, we don't write much code. Our engineers most of the time just work with our foundation platform and taking the request of the client's data and then fine-tune it and then deliver the results. But now we are planning to launch our infrastructure as a product also to the world. So particularly to developers and the data science researcher community so they can directly work with ball speed pre-trained AI on specific tasks in NLP and the computer vision. And so this system can benefit more people. Particularly now we are about to start a trial with Cambridge University. Where can our listeners find out more information, Sean? The best spot is our website. So in a couple of weeks, we will launch the beta test Waiting list to join our platform's trial, so better keep checking our website now.
0: Yeah, and now to my favorite part of the podcast: Can you give our listeners insight into the future of Boltspit and the future of AI? So the future of
1: Boltspit, like what I mentioned, we start with the VN to really make AI available to people. That is our kind of like initial dream and journey. Now, we really see the power of AI, particularly in this interactive and collaborative way to enhance human intelligence. To be more concrete, like what I mentioned, a lot of the solutions we did is related to natural language processing, particularly as it's not just a simple topic recognition, it's more like a collaborative document summary data aggregation. This kind of, sort of problems. Usually people think this kind of problem quite easy. This is simple, like single task AI I can solve, but actually it's not. Let's see. I can give an example. We worked on this financial report aggregation, like a different reports. They have a different terminologies. They have a different number units. And it takes a lot of human effort to solve it. It is not hard, but you really need to link the context of this table of this word to understand what this really means. And it took a lot of time for human experts to solve this kind of problem. I think that's totally waste of human intelligence and our generative AI can solve this way better and way faster. And so human can really directly just upload documents and gather the summarized result very quickly, and we can directly link them to the original source, They we can double-check it. So this saves a ton of time, efforts of human experts. So we can see generative AI, I really see the BuzzFeed future is working on this kind of a productivity, software solutions for information collections, aggregations. Yeah, this is one example. Another example we work on productivity is, is meeting booking. So start with my frustration with meeting booking using Calendly or stuff. So as a CEO of a startup, I actually have a lot of conversation lead to meeting from emails and adding this Calendly link is just a hassle and unnatural in the conversation. So we developed initially just for myself internally to develop an AI board that can just understand language directly from the email and generate the code to call Google or third-party calendar API to book the meeting for me and for the other participants of the meeting. So that really makes my life way more easy than before. Now, I basically just forward email to these bots and directly book meeting for me every day. So these are just some examples of what's kind of problem. And I really see generative AI, particularly bot speed generative AI can benefit people now, but for the longer-term vision of the future, I really see AI still have a long way to go, particularly the capability of AI is still relatively limited, and also another fundamental thing, which is the knowledge of the world is not necessary always in a way of the simple data like text and image. Sometimes, you know, it's feeling, it is imagination, or many other knowledge that we couldn't read it down in this language image form. And so for this sense, I think AI to really catch up on the human level intelligence is still a long way to go. But there's a lot of like simple automations, recent language image, I think AI can really catch up on human very fast and even surpass human in the near future. So I can see this foundation AI that is leveraged on big compass and image can really boost the human productivity and support our society, particularly innovation moving forward very fast. And also always human, I can see that will be a part of the
0: loop in this collaborating with AI. Outstanding. On behalf of Yishuang Zhang. CEO, and founder of Boltzfit. This is Jake Smith, and this has been another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. Wherever you are in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night.